When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. This episode is brought to you by Carvana. They'll drive you happy. Carvana has purchased over a million cars from happy customers by giving them an offer within minutes. And they can do the same for you. Carvana will give you a real offer for your car within minutes. Then they'll come to pick up your car and pay you on the spot. So to get a real offer on your vehicle in minutes, download the app or visit Carvana.com. Hello, movie lovers. One of the best damn movie-related show here on the internet. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio. For today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about who broke up with who. That's right. I'm going to be talking about did Disney break up with Sony or did Sony break up with Disney? I'm going to be getting into the whole entire sweaty episode of this whole entire podcast right now. So, yesterday news broke that Sony broke ways with Disney and that there, we weren't going to get any more... Spider-Man movies within the MCU and that Spider-Man now belongs back over to Sony and you know I just want to go on ahead and say this I like Kevin Feige I like what he's done with Spider-Man I liked what he did with the MCU as a whole yeah some stuff might be repetitive or whatever but I still enjoy the films for what they are and how they cha- he changed up certain styles of movies as well and then I also like how it actually all came together at the end of the phases. But, you know, a couple of years before Endgame and all that other stuff that happened, so uh, Disney went up to Sony and said, hey, look, we want to put Spider-Man back on the map again. We want to go on ahead and play in your sandbox for a little bit and see what we come up with. So they inter- reintroduced Spider-Man into the MCU by putting him in Civil War, which was directed by the Russo brothers. And that movie was just fantastically well done. Tom Holland stole the show. We were all geeked out over the fact that we actually have Spider-Man back in the universe again and stuff like that. There's even some stuff that people don't realize that happened behind the scenes on how they actually got to do it. But I'm going to break that down in a few minutes. But here's the thing. Let's go back in time in our own virtual time machines here for a minute and you know let's say for instance that this is back before we even knew that Venom was even going to be a success We were, and here's the thing if Venom was a success which it was would Sony pull Spider-Man out of the MCU no because they were comfortable making money off the Spider-Man movie movies and their own Venom universe or and or Sony universe for that matter Without Spider-Man, no one thought to ask the million-dollar question. What would Disney do? We were all wondering, if, if Venom was a success, would they actually pull the plug from Disney and just put Tom Holland back into their universe and say, screw Disney, we're going to go on ahead and make our own Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland now. That, now that you actually have that Spider-Man established, are we just, are you just, we're just going to go in and take him back and screw you guys. We're going to do our thing. And put him in our Venom movie. And you know what? Tom Holland was actually going to be in the Venom movie. But considering the fact that they actually have co-writes 
to whatever Sony was doing, they winded up snatching Tom Holland from Venom and putting him back into the MCU. Even though it was a small cameo, Disney still winded up snatching that part, that him back and putting him into the, back into the MCU again. To me, I don't like that aspect because here's the thing. Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man. And I just don't like whenever another studio is telling another studio what to do. Especially whenever that studio actually owns the rights to Spider-Man. But that's just my own, this, that's just my take on it. But, anyways, that's part of the negotiate. That's part of the contract or whatever. So, I can actually see how that goes hand in hand. But, anyways. No one thought to ask the million dollar question. What would Disney do? Was Disney even happy with this? And Disney was clearly happy during that time because here's what they were actually doing. Disney got production fees from Sony, 5% of the box office, first dollar groused, 100% of all merchandise. Who doesn't want 100% of all merchandise? And then, you know, you also have 100% of all merchandise rights and they got the rights to have Spider-Man and their MCU movies that they didn't have to give $1 to Sony for. They got to keep all the money so therefore, Disney got to keep all their money and everything, got everything they wanted from Sony. And Sony didn't really ask for much. They really didn't need anything. And another thing too is they thought that the new deal they dropped yesterday was a fair deal. They thought Disney thought that it was a fair deal. And to me, I don't think that this is a fair deal, especially whenever they were asking for 50-50, especially when you find out soon why and what the 50 50 is for i don't like the 50 50 deal no company in their right mind would actually go for this deal but i'm kind of curious about if you guys would actually go for this deal though so anyways disney went back to sony based off of the report from deadline they still wanted 100 of the merchandise rights that's fair that's fair game nothing changed there uh they also wanted to have spider-man in the mcu fair deal but instead of the 5%, Disney wanted a five times bump to a 50-50 split, including co-production rights, co-financing rights. It would have took their number one franchise away from Sony, according to Deadline. Not just co-finance, not just the Spider-Man movies, but the movies that Sony wanted to do as well. So therefore, if they wanted to put a Morbius in a movie or whatever... They couldn't do it without the permission of what Disney, uh, without Disney getting in the way of it and asking permission from Disney if they can actually do that. And like I said before and everything, Sony owns the rights to that character. It seems like to me that Disney was trying to, to take away that character, sneaking them, sneaking that character away from them. Without actually having owner rights or any type of say in anything that they do anymore. Any type of creative control over what they want to do for the universe that they're trying to set up. And to me, that is wrong. And let's say, for instance, that things are going well for a while. You're a businessman. And things are going well for a while. And so you go over to Disney. And you go over to Sony. And you ask for a bump. Okay. The uh, the executives are like, okay, what do you want? Two hundred million, uh, two seventy. What do you want? How do you want to negotiate this? I want five thousand a month. 
No company in their right mind would want to do 5000 a month. I don't blame Sony for wanting to walk away, but I believe that they should have went on ahead and say, okay, let's go on ahead and see if we can work out a different type of deal to where we can actually negotiate this thing because the only thing that we're disappointing is our fans, and this is what the fans want, and because we're di- we're not coming out with a, a great split, this is actually going to cause the sp- fans to split away from us, and therefore they're not going to even want to even probably go near this thing now because of the drama. But, you know, a 50-50 split is is a crazy idea. And I know I wouldn't want to have to ask someone from another studio permission to do what I want to do in my own universe. Especially whenever there's a 50% creative control and co-finance control over the whole entire thing. No, no company is going to want to do that. And you have to be in your, you have to be crazy to even think about wanting to do something like that. So, this is another thing I want to actually talk about. This is how I think that we can actually have our cake and eat it too. And also too, we also have D23 coming up on Friday. And, you know, I'm hoping that by the time D23 hits, that Sony and Disney actually comes to a, to a deal to where it can benefit the fans, benefit them as well. To where they can actually announce everything and go, hey, look, by the way, we came to terms and we decided to do a 50, a 35-50 split or whatever split that they want to actually have that actually evens out everything. And this is how it's going to go down. I hope they actually do that, but I really don't think that's going to actually happen. Because I'm just being real about this. I really don't see that happening. But let's say, for instance, it does wind up happening. I think that you can actually have Tom Holland in the MCU and have that Spider-Man just specifically for the MCU Spider-Man. And all the fans of the MCU will be happy, including myself. I'll be happy with the fact that Tom Holland is in that universe. And even though he might not be, appear in the Sony universe or anything, that's okay with me because so, because here's the thing. You can actually have Tom Holland in that universe doing what he's been doing in that universe where they actually did the character, where they actually gave the character growth, where they actually ended up doing anything without having to change anything. Then you have Miles Morales in the Sony universe with Venom, with Morbius. And I think that would be the better way to actually go where you have these two universes where they don't actually have to talk about any of their, the universes or anything because they're separated And it's actually a perfect way to actually do it without having to force anything. And that's just the way I'm looking at it. I'm looking at a glass half full. And everybody's like, well, that's crazy. Why would you go ahead and do that? Well, here's the thing. You're going to bitch because of the fact that you don't like the fact that Tom Holland is um, not going to be in Sony. You're going to bitch because of the fact that Marvel is not, he's not going to be in the MCU films. Either way it goes, you're going to bitch. No matter which way you put it. So, why not try to have our cake and eat it too? Where we can actually benefit from both sides. That's what I'm trying to say. Let's just go on ahead, have Miles in the Sony universe. Let's go on ahead and have Tom Holland in this universe. It benefits both sides. It makes money on both ends. And not only that, but Sony still makes money. Disney still makes money. Nothing is broken. Everything is still fixed. I don't see what the big deal is. And that's just me looking at it from that angle. 
And I believe that that's actually the angle that they should actually go on. But I'm not a business executive. I'm just a guy that's on a podcast talking to you guys and trying to actually speculate. Being able to actually give you some keys to actually how to think about things. And, you know, this whole another thing, too, is I'm excited about the Morbius movie. I'm excited about Venom being directed by Andy Serkis. I'm also excited about Tom Hardy also directing and starring in the second Venom sequel. I'm excited about all that stuff. I'm actually, and like I said before, I have nothing, I have no beef against Kevin Feige for what he's done. I just think that there's a better way to negotiate rather than just go on ahead and dip out and say, hey, look, we're not going to do it. And I, and I, God knows what they went through in that conference meeting, what, what Sony went through in that conference meeting, because they could have been shaken down to the point where they were acting on their emotions rather than negotiating the way a company needs to be negotiating it. And I know firsthand as a guy, whenever it comes down to certain things, we are not the best pers- people to actually hold our composure, especially when someone's shaking us down. We go on our first instinct, and then our, and then we ask questions later on. And that's not the way to do things. And because we want to take charge. We want to go on ahead and make it right. And sometimes it's not the right angle to actually go on. And you just need to go on ahead and step back a little bit and analyze the situation and be like, hey, look, we can't offer the 50-50 split, but I let's go ahead and do a different type of split. And I'm sure that the studios can actually work something out. But doing it this way is just wrong. And everybody's also worried, too, if we're actually going to... if Let's say, for instance, that they actually put Tom Holland into the Sony universe... They're all worried about the whole Uncle Ben thing. There's actually a better, there's actually a way that they can actually do that without having to touch the Uncle Ben thing again. It can be an X amount of time has actually passed over the years to where we actually have Tom Holland back, still acting the same way he is in the MCU, to where he's not this emo kid being depressed over the fact that he lost his Uncle Ben again. And we don't have to learn great responsibility again because we don't want to hear that line again because we already heard it from Andrew Garfield. We already heard it from Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man universe. We don't need to be beaten upside the head over and over again and be like, eh, great power becomes great responsibility. Well, no kidding. So that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm kind of curious about how you guys are looking at this whole entire angle. This is the end of me ranting a little bit as well. Because my voice is actually going out a little bit. So I'm going to let this be up to interpretation on what you guys think and how you guys feel. But hey, I'm just the kind of guy that likes to look at uh, a glass half full. So until next time, bye bye.